And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. You're asking the wrong person. Did you think what? I was like someone else was coming on to talk fashion? I mean, I'm wearing a, I, I've wore this black Callaway polo free sponsorship opportunity here, Callaway. <laughs> Shout for out. For like the last seven, seven podcasts I've done. <laughs> All right, here we go. We are, we are joined today. I feel like this is one of those, especially when social media first started, we follow people and we think we know them. And then you realize like, oh, maybe I no wait. But I feel like I know you, Jeff. This is Jeff Schwartz, ladies and gentlemen. He hosts Jeff Schwartz. I can't say your name. Jeff Schwartz. It's, it's okay. It's, as long as they know Schwartz. I have a podcast, you can, you can go find. And he's smarter than you, P.S. But I don't I yes. take that as an insult, kind of. That's the like, point. How do you prove I that you're smarter you than be, everyone on your podcast? I want you to feel insulted so you have to listen to my podcast. That's the way it works. No, I well, that's the only, yeah. Like, how did you know that hate makes me love? That's exactly how it works. Yeah, host <laughs> the Big Boys Club, uh, Fox betting expert, betting expert. That's where I'm going to, I'm going to need your help on some stuff. Um, and you're okay. here because word on the street is you love the draft. <laughs> you love the draft. Uh, the NFL wow. draft. Yes. Um, other drafts could care less Just about the NFL, no, the NFL draft. Okay. So, yes. Okay. The reason why is this, the NFL draft is the only draft of the sports where you get hope at almost every level of every fan base, right? Because in the NBA, but you know, after the top 12 picks, and even some years there's no generational player, and your team still might stink if you have a lottery pick. Um, you know, Fair. if you in baseball, I mean, those guys take 12 years to get to the big leagues. But in football, you get Jamar Chase, you get a quarterback, you get a defensive end. I mean, your fortunes can change so quickly with just one player. And then that's why I think it's exciting, is that the only, it's the only league that offers the most hope on Thursday night where every team feels like, Every fan base, hey, we got so much better because we got X player, and that player plays right away, right? There's OTA starting two well, that's weeks true. for rookies, and they're there. And that's why I think it's exciting. Okay. So here's the – this is where I always sort of – the conundrum I have found myself in. As a – I'm a sports fan. I love sports. I love watching sports. But there are certain parts of sports that I have always just been like, uh, uh, I don't get it. The combine being one of them. And drafts. And, like, <laughs> I love the NBA, right? I'm even talking about the NBA draft. All drafts to me – I don't get it because everything you just said makes sense. And especially that you got Vegas. I love reality shows. I love all of that stuff that comes with this night. And yet I cannot, it's like watching someone call bingo numbers. Like I don't, maybe because yes, you have hope, but you don't know. Like you have no idea how this is going to pan out. And yet people watch the calling of the names, the hugging of the man, the cat being on the head. What is it? What is it that gives you the high? Well, again, I think that's the hope, but also like you have to know these players. I think that's where the disconnect is, right? Like if you don't follow college football and you don't follow kind of draft season, a lot of us, this is our job for the last three months. Mm -hmm. Like we've been waiting three months for Thursday night and everything we've done since the end of football season has been geared toward the draft. So you've watched the combine, which I agree can be kind of boring, um, but you know, you, you've, you've read scouting reports, you've watched the film. And so for a bunch of us, this is just the culmination of the last three months we've spent preparing for the draft. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And that's why I think I don't have a connection to the other drafts. Like the NBA draft 
I watch minimal college basketball till March Madness. Like I don't, I Fair. can't tell you who the top four players are in the NBA draft. And I'm a Lakers fan. We don't have a draft pick for another seven years anyway. So like, it's just, <laughs> it, like, it's just. I, I think it's part of it. It's just that's part of it for me at least, and for I think a lot of people that enjoy the draft is that you know you spend a little bit of time preparing for this, right? You watch players, and then you have your favorite guys because there's you know this okay. year there's the top two tackles. There's a top three or four wide receivers, top quarterbacks. And so you debate with your friends, which one you want, you have an idea of who you want. And then obviously you find out on Thursday, whether it happens. I I do think though, that social media, when they used to tip picks made it worse, right? Because you're sitting there watching the draft and all of a sudden a tweet comes in with the player that's, you know, the three picks ahead of the actual draft. They stopped tipping picks. and Now it feels a little bit more. I mean, this year, look, there's no marquee like quarterback. There's no Trevor Lawrence top of this draft, but um, we don't really know what's going to happen after probably two, uh, three oh, wow. through 32 could be anything. And that's why I think this draft, again, there's not that quarterback at the top, but it's pretty exciting. So obviously the, the structure of all drafts, we all know it's like lousy teams go first, da, 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 right? So you have Jags, Lions, Texans, and I, I would, I feel pretty safe in saying like a lot of people probably don't care about those teams, but those very same people are super pumped <laughs> for Thursday. So why? Because if it's not even your team, that's the other thing that I always find fascinating. Yeah. Yes, you want to know who goes first. It's always good for trivia, yada, yada. But like, why would I care who goes to those, specifically those three teams? Well, who's, do you have a favorite NFL team? No, I mean, I was rooting for the Rams when I lived out there. So I, I'd probably say Rams yeah. if I had to. Okay, so Rams, I was, they're on the pitch is, of the third. Like, like Gabe's right. a, a Jets fan, right? So yes. at, at pick four, he's going to be really excited to to watch to see who the Jets take. I mean, that's part of it, right? Like, so if you are, if you're a Jets fan at four and you have a certain player that you want, if you're a fan, you say, I want to get Trayvon Walker from Georgia, who's probably going number one overall. I want to get a you know, Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. So you're watching the first three picks wondering, okay, is someone going to take the guy I want? I think that's part of the fun of this, right? Is that you're figuring out, like, I'm a Chiefs fan. We have picked, we're way back at the end of the first round, but I'm going to be right. watching to see, okay, pick 23 to 28. Okay, it's Green Bay taking the guy that I want the Chiefs to get. Is Tennessee doing that? Someone trading up for a wide receiver or for a, a, a defensive end that I want the Chiefs to draft. So I think it's being a fan of a team certainly helps toward watching the uh, to watching the draft. But, like, if you're the Lions, man, like, you, you had a physical <laughs> year last year. You, you I know you have golf, whatever. But maybe you take a quarterback. I don't think it's that early in the draft, but you're probably excited for Hayden, you know, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan to be in your roster. So I think that's all plays a role in why the draft gets so many viewership. I know one person, well, I know two people that are Detroit Lion fans. One of them works on this show, goes by the name of Q, uh, going on a trip tonight. We just want to shout him out. It's going to change his life. It's a life-changing <laughs> trip that he's about to embark uh, on. <laughs> it's the boldest thing I've heard someone in a strong relationship do in a long time. So. I feel like we should good, never good give the Q. full, but we're just going to drop nuggets about Q during the course of this it's, podcast. It is, it is so bold. Like I, I'm so afraid to tell my wife Q's doing this. Like she's going to get should, angry at me and I'm yeah, not she's the one be doing like, it. Wait, are you thinking about doing this? <laughs> yeah. That's a bad idea. It's, it's not um, good. Oh, I love it so much. He's us back there listening, cursing us. So I, I listen to sports talk radio all day long. So whether or not I like things, I do hear about them and absorb yes. some. And what I keep hearing is QB, obviously the sexiest position on the field. So rude, by the way. It's very elitist. But no one seems overly pumped about this particular group. Is that right? Yeah, they're not particularly great. I mean, I, I think that there's a possibility that one or two go in the first round. That's it. I know hey. there's a lot of hype on on quarterbacks because that's obviously the important position in football, but they're just not great. I mean, you look at Malik Willis has the number one uh, kind of potential, I think, is for the elite traits he has, but 
He also has a huge bust potential. He's six feet tall, uh, which is not typically ideal for cornerbacks drafting the first round. Uh, he's got a good arm, but his film wasn't great at Liberty. When he played better opponents, he didn't do very well. Yeah. Look at Kenny Pickett at Pittsburgh, an older quarterback, a uh, little pocket presence, a little bit iffy. Again, like not elite trait guys. Ritter, not elite traits. Accuracy, not great. Uh, Matt Corral at Old Miss. Uh, it's just okay. I mean, I think this this is why the draft this year is so unique because there really isn't a guy where people are clamoring to trade up for. I mean, next year is going to be intense. Next year is going to be really? crazy because there's three guys right now. Oh, yeah, with C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis, someone will pop up in, as well. Like It's going to be crazy next year. But this year, again, like I, I would not be surprised if the first quarterback didn't go till 20, and that was Malik Willis. Uh, I just don't think it's going to be a draft where teams reach for quarterbacks. Okay, good. Well, because that brings me to the trades. Wait, before I do that, though, so this is your area of expertise. And I, you know, I know people have devoted their entire lives to specifically doing the draft. How yes. often... Will you do the entire season of research and culminating in the night, especially the first night? Uh, and and what percentage about do you feel like, yeah, we got that pretty pretty close. That worked out. <laughs> All right. So I, I cover college football in the NFL. And so I don't start getting into draft until after the football season. Like, I mean, there's guys like Daniel Jeremiah. That's all he does, right? From year, he just starts like, he'll start tomorrow and he'll start watching the prospects for next year. I don't have time That's for crazy. that. So, um, you know, I know pretty much the Pac-12 guys that cover the Pac-12 full-time. And then I know the top 30 players. Like I'm, if you quiz me right now on the eighth linebacker, I couldn't tell you, I have no idea. I, I, I know the top of the draft because, look, no one comes to me to hear you know, who I think their team should take in the fifth round. But I know the first round pretty well. I know probably the top of the second round. I know the Pac-12 guys. But I don't pretend to, to watch film on cornerbacks. I couldn't tell you Sauce Gardner, Stingley Jr., Booth from Clemson. I know their names. Now I, I do too. I, I Thank didn't you. Watch any of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch those guys play. I don't. I don't spend my time watching cornerbacks and safeties play. I, I trust. I talk to people about the draft. I, I read scouting reports from people that I trust, oh. and I form a, enough of an opinion to get me through the first round. Because after that, again, I mean, the, the attention span to your point, I think, really wanes after day one. Um, and I think it's just it's a lot. I mean, you know, guys, Lance Zerline, NFL Network, is a good buddy of mine. He writes up over three hundred reports, Shut 50, 400 reports. Your mouth. Yes. He writes up, and then he has to, and then how about this? If if a guy gets drafted who did not have a report on, he has to go back after the draft and watch that player and write up a report to have it on NFL.com as like an archived, um, you know, draft write up oh for God. each player. So like, there's players. So like, let's say that some punter gets drafted for no reason in the seventh right. round that he has never watched. He's got to go back and watch that punter and write up a scouting report to put on NFL.com. So he watches, I watch four guys. He watches 400 guys. Like oh it God. is intense how much film he watches. And But you know, again, they start year round. Like again, tomorrow or Friday, I guess, they'll probably start on 2023 guys. That's, That's just the way it is. And it's not like, because like in the NBA, because obviously as a Spurs fan, they've had, they've gone a few years where they randomly pick someone no one's ever heard of, some guy from Europe, whatever. Like <laughs> that doesn't really happen, right? In football, like there's pretty much, a, it's a pool. It's a bar. It's a very large pool. There's yes. no rando that's coming over from like Italy to be a kicker. No. That'd be awesome, um, wouldn't it? I mean, you get those undrafted guys that are like wrestlers or, you know, like sometimes former basketball players, but very rarely are, are they drafted. Yeah, I mean, you know, the NBA is unique just because of the international flavor of it, right? So as you point, like you can get guys from overseas and, you know, they don't play in the NBA right away either, which is kind of mm -hmm. like the baseball draft, right? You, you draft a guy and then 
oops, three years from now, like they show up. You're like, oh yeah, I remember we drafted them three years ago. It's that that's that's what makes the NFL so unique. All seven of your guys you draft, say you have seven draft picks, they're gonna be in rookie minicamp next weekend. Like awesome. you're gonna get to watch them on the field right away. Um, and you know, they might not all make the team, but you get immediate like reaction and feedback and, and you get to see them on, you know, in your team's uh, helmet and whatnot, which is just different than all their sports. I also think like when you're talking about the quarterbacks, like Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett, we, you know, well, they're not a lead or they, how much that must motivate a young person, like just to hear what, because it's like us applying for a job and then sort of eavesdropping on the people making the decisions and hearing them say, she doesn't really have it, but, and, and you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to go in there and kill everybody. I'm a crush. Yeah, but you have to have the physical gifts to do that, right? Like, I would have loved to be a better offensive lineman. I, I just didn't have some of those physical gifts. Like, I, I tried my best. Aww. It wasn't like a lack of it wasn't like a lack of effort. But sometimes you just don't have those gifts. Like, if your arm is not strong enough, yeah, you can do some mechanical things to make it better. Right. But it kind of just is what it is. Now you make up for that with timing and with knowing what you're doing and, and kind of some other things you can help with your game. But sometimes. You just don't have those physical traits to be as good as, as you want to be. And that's what you know, I tell people all the time, like these Hall of Fame players in all sports, I mean, they're physically just better gifted. Right. I mean, they just have better talents. And do they work any harder than other guys? I don't know. Probably not. I think there's some guys that do. We've heard about, you know, le- legendary work ethics. But <laughs> um, it's just that, like, they're just better. They're better talented. And I think that, you know, while I can say, hey, Kenny Pickett doesn't have these traits, okay, he could maybe try to get his arm better, but probably not going to happen. He's like, I'm going to make my arm better if it kills me. So you mentioned I, the trade I, thing. We've got like uh, the, the two names that come to mind right away. Debo Samuel, who wants out. Uh, Baker yeah. Mayfield, who needs a gig. Anything that we can predict there? Like is something going to happen sooner rather than later? Uh, Mayfield might get traded on Friday or Saturday to the Panthers. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, I feel like the Panthers are at six right now. And they're playing, I think, the best way to win. And they have a coaching staff that. Uh, needs to really win, otherwise they're going to be out. Is to is to draft off of the tackle at six or trade back, and then get Baker Mayfield and, and work on the salary. They're not going to pay him eighteen million dollars, but that feels like you know a healthy Baker Mayfield. You win eight or nine games, you save your job, um, and that feels like the spot where he might end up. Maybe Seattle. I don't, I don't really see the fit as much in, in Seattle. And then Debo Sam was interesting because Debo um, has really only played about thirteen games at the level that we've seen him at. And if you're a team, I think you're a little bit concerned about trading for a player who doesn't even have a full season worth hmm. of film uh, at, at, a, at an elite high level. And what made him special, and he was a good wide receiver, but what made him kind of special was the running back part of it, right? Was moving around the field. He said he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to be running a, 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 a back anymore. So now you're taking him out of what kind of what made him an extra special player and just becomes a wide receiver again. He doesn't get moved tomorrow, like or, or he gets moved maybe after the draft for a pick next year. But I think teams will, will be hesitant to trade for Debo Samuel. That's fascinating to me that he's like, yeah, I don't want to do half of what has made me me. Because I, you have to wonder like what his representation, like what kind of conversations they have behind closed doors. Like, hey, dude, the money, you, like if you want all the money, you you got to do it all, right? Like you can't say I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do the thing that made me me. Yeah. But he did. I think he had 1,400 yards receiving last year, so he had a good. He got a good year receiving. It's just that the running back position is where you get injured, right? It's where you get beat up. I get I him get saying it. he doesn't want to do that, but that's also what makes him the special player that he is. And he's not going to be able to do that anywhere else. I mean, this offense is perfectly tailored to what he does. It's just interesting how. And look, and I'm all for player movement and players getting paid. Yeah. I mean, that's that's I love it. 
But it is interesting how we're getting to a point where, I mean, Guy has had one good season. He's like, I'm out. I'm getting traded. Like, get me out of here. And it's really moved now. Uh, the NFL has into a really more of a player-friendly model, kind of like the NBA, where players control a lot more of the movement just because it never used to be that way. I mean, you, you, after one season of of good play, he's asking out just because he wants to. It's like, all right, I'm over this. <laughs> Put me somewhere else. Change the scenery. It's, not, it's never... It's, it's never been like that in the NFL until the last couple of years. I mean, it's, it is. And I know it's a, it's such a crazy sort of recent years topic that inf- it infuriates some fans, which I've always sort of <laughs> questioned. Like, why, why are you so angry about where people want to work? Because you, you have the same options in your own life. But um, I mean, I like it. I like it. Like, to a point, obviously. I don't like it when it torpedoes teams like the Brooklyn Nets kind of situation. But I do think everyone should have a right to say where the hell I want to go. But I, I, this is the part I like. I will say this about drafts. And it, this holds true through the past decades in all of the sports, but really, I mean, football and NBA, the fashion. Where are we going with the fashion? Can I expect anything like like Met Gala worthy? What are we doing? You're asking the wrong person. Did you think what? I was like someone else was coming on to talk fashion? I mean, I'm wearing a I've, I've wore this black Callaway polo free sponsorship opportunity here, Callaway. <laughs> Shout out for like the last seven seven podcasts I've done. <laughs> like I just I just it's just with me at all times. Um, no, I don't know what the fashion. I feel like I feel like we're going backwards though, right? There's some been some fashion we saw like like Bieber's oversized suit was like the 2003 NBA draft uh, action. Yeah. So maybe we're going backwards here. The question I have about the draft, NFL draft, is. Each player is taking a gondola ride, like basically from like the staging area to to Goodell. It's like over like the water. Okay. How many guys ruin their suits by falling out of there or like jumping in the pool and whatnot? I mean, they're going to wear some expensive clothing. Yeah. And we'll find out. I just, I can't pull any of that off, man. So I, good for them. I'm glad that they're wearing very expensive clothes and can afford it and look very good. I'm just, I'd wear a suit. Do you, I I was like, what is the insight on that? Like, cause you know, you got a kid, you're a kid yesterday. You're a college kid yesterday. Thursday, you are now a paid professional, right? But how does the, the stuff part happen? Cause you'll see guys will show up with like, (laughs) yeah, fancy suits, fancy shoes, Louboutins, jewelry, watches. And I'm like, huh, who, how does that work? Somebody just give it to them and say, go wear this today. Or well, they have they have less Louboutins than you do. Apparently. Shut your mouth, like Jeffrey. I've been working my whole life for this dream. That's that's impressive. <laughs> so uh, look, I, I, the agents and, and whatnot front the players the money. I mean, or they get sponsorship deals, I right, for that. suits and for and for whatnot. I mean, that's what it comes down to, I think. Um, and you know, the, the culture now is changing even more, where agents are just having to kind of pay players to for for them to sign with them, so they give them stipends and whatnot. And then also, you know, with with name and likeness now, some of these players are coming out of college with with, with a lot of money, point. Um, and so they're able to afford uh, much different uh, clothing options and jewelry than players in the past were able to to do. So part of that is just a changing industry where you know players are making their own money now. Agents are giving players a little bit of money, and they're getting sponsorship deals. If you have X amount of followers on Instagram and you post a thing, hey, I'm wearing someone's jewelry. I'm wearing someone's suit. You know, if they sell two or three of those, then they made their money back. I love it. It's like a Cinderella night. Just blossom. We just get to watch these young <laughs> yes, men blossom. Exactly. This is my favorite yeah. part. All right, we're taking a quick break. When we get back, we're going to, somehow we're going to talk about football, but we're going to talk about it in terms of food. And that is how you get my attention. We'll be back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome back. We know that Jeff's smarter than us, but we also know that Jeff is, although I would I would argue this one, smarter than us and also food. Now I accept this challenge. Um, and so we've figured out a way. I say we figured it out. I think that remains to be seen. Gabe, the man who did not even try to brush his hair today, is here uh, and he's going to help us through. He looks like a crazed like person that makes bombs in his garage. But that's he, Instead of bombs, it's just Tom Brady blogs. He's just reading yeah, all day, all day, just typing away angrily. Um, so, Gabe, what is yeah. the deal? You're going to give us the top 10 teams in the draft. And then what? Food? Yeah. And, and then I'm going to give you a choice between one of two mm. types of food that they need. The food that they need is an analogy for the kind of player that they need. So the discerning audience member is going to learn something about who they're going to pick in the real draft yes. based on Jeff's food take. Does that make uh, sense? Whatever, whatever you say, producer. Yeah, yeah okay. So do the first one and maybe it'll make sense. Here we go. Number one, Jags. Should they take shrimp and grits? Hard to screw it up, but also hard to make it great. Or should they go with Waffle House? Big, fat, guaranteed to fill you up. Who knows how nutritional. So are we saying like, <laughs> are we saying that like... Wait a minute. Are we saying pick a fat guy or pick so a already, so, already so, confused. So, 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 who, so, who, so who's Trevon Walker in this? Is he he's the shrimp and grits? You can screw it up easily. Um, okay. You can he's shrimp, shrimp and yeah, grits easily. Grits, yeah, or yeah. Waffle House, you know what you're getting. Okay. I, okay. There okay, we go. I got I get it. it. Um, I'd go Waffle House. I'd take Aiden Hutchinson and be done with it. Like you had, you had Urban Meyer this past year. You need to just draft someone that's going to be good. And Trayvon Walker, it, it can you know shrimp, you know you overcook it a little bit, you undercook it a little bit, yeah. That, that find that medium ground. Uh, Walker, I think, has a chance to just not be good in the NFL. Uh, he'd be the least productive defensive end drafted in the first round, excuse me, first overall ever. So I would That's take crazy. I take Waffle House. Well, by the way, yeah, I feel like okay, shrimp and yeah, shrimp and grits can get real gluey. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that Waffle House. But when you say big and fat, Gabe, it's like, what am I asking here? Rude. Uh, well, you're, you're taking from that something that I didn't say. I mean, you, you you can also put Waffle House and be like Evan Neal, too, off at the tackle, but I don't think they're taking a tackle. There, that's, there you go. But what, should they? Maybe they should have just a big, fat, filling meal. They just paid their love tackle today, so I doubt it. Today, like today we'll they did, so no, that's not happening. Literally today, yeah. Waffle House can eat a lot. Okay, oh, wow. fine. All right, I like this. I like this. I like this. Okay. I also just like dreaming about these foods as you say them, so go. Okay. Waffle House. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to analyze the food half of this, Beetle. I, I'm just giving you options. Hmm. All right, so we're in Detroit now, the second pick. Should they go with Ooh. a Coney dog? Lots of towns have something like that. Or should they go with Detroit-style pizza? It's thick, chewy, mm -hmm. filling. Uh, not that healthy. I wouldn't even say it's the best kind of pizza available. You know who but, likes you know, Detroit uh, pizza? Q. Me? You know what Q's about to go do? The worst mistake he'll ever make. <laughs> the worst. I love Detroit-style pizza. It was one of my favorite parts about being there for a couple months. Um... Okay, so Detroit style pizza is, I guess, is Aiden Hutchinson. I guess if he's there, available at two. I guess that's what it is. I right? like that. I just picked him. I just picked him sure, one, yeah. obviously, but he's going. He's not going number one. 
Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I would take the next best available defensive end. If it's if it's uh, Walker, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson. Um, so it feels like the Detroit stuff. I don't know why a Coney dog made it into Detroit <laughs> at all. I feel like that's that, that didn't make sense. Because everyone ha- has thing. one? Quincy's late ad here is that actually we should be talking about chili cheese fries or crispy fries. Uh, apparently they do that well in Detroit. I don't know how I don't that know works either. with our analogy. I'll take the pizza. Um, Give me the pizza. You know. End of story. I also think Detroit style pizza is underrated. So I don't know if that can apply okay. as well, but it's, it's very highly good. underrated in the in the city pizzas. Like I think it it's is. better than Chicago. Yeah. I'll just say that. Well, Chicago's a lasagna it, they, essentially. Thank you. And it's by the way, delicious. I'm not saying it's not. Well, it's, a, it's, a lasagna. But it's a lasagna. It's okay. One piece yeah. is like two meals, and I, I eat a lot. Yes. So that's saying something. All right. All right. I like this. This is fun, actually, because now I'm starting to get it a little more. All right, Gabe, keep going. Ow, food. <laughs> okay, number three, the Texans. Should they go Ooh. with a nice piece of brisket? It's very filling. Not always healthy, but it's it's there. It's hearty. It's what you need. Or taco trucks. Delicious, but but like you're only going to want more. It's not going to be exactly what you need. It's not everything you need. How many tacos do you eat? You need to eat more tacos, Yeah, you just Gabe. eat more. <laughs> Eat more tacos. You eat six instead of three. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I, all these things like get the hearty meals, right? Um, I, I would. I think they're going to take the tacos. Ooh. They'll like take a cornerback or something that we're not like 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 Stingley Junior. We're kind of not quite sold on um, <laughs> instead of the offensive lineman, probably at three. But um, I'm a Houston just always takes the tacos. And that analogy, they always do the worst thing possible. That's what I thought. So yeah. I'll go, I'll go. But tacos are the best thing possible though, because they're one of the best foods of all time. Like hey, breakfast taco is an elite food. Thank you. It's an elite, tacos are elite. Breakfast tacos is one of the things I missed most about San Antonio. Like, because California does breakfast burritos and yeah, it's not even it's, remotely it's very, close. It's the, the burrito, the breakfast burrito I feel is too, too filling. Much. It's too much. Like the breakfast taco with the eggs, it just, the, the, the textures Thank you. work very Potato well Potato and egg with a good salsa, you just call, color yeah. me happy. That's Done. it. That's all I Done. need. Uh, by the way, all of this was just to get to number four, wasn't it, Gabe? You son of a... Go. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I yeah. actually, can I ask you a question? Because uh, I didn't want to put well. this in and then get murdered for it because I'm not a Texan. If Ooh. I had said migas, mm-hmm. migas, like a, the breakfast food they have there in Austin, oh, yeah, it's I don't Tex-Mex, know if it made its asshole. way to San Antonio, <laughs> would that have... I don't know. So is Houston yeah, you can get, a place yeah, you where can you get can Tex-Mex get Migas? everywhere. Like, know. obviously, some cities are probably a little bit better Tex-Mex than others, um, but you can definitely get Migas anywhere. Yeah. Is that is that your thing? That's what you remember about Austin, Migas? Interesting. By the way, I'll be in Austin for a bachelor party, but a sanction, <laughs> that, nothing like this Q nonsense, what he's up to. Fully so above no shenanigans board explained. For you. Bachelor party. That you're not. All... You're not abandoning your entire course, family and just disappearing for life. Well, he is, but like, it's, it's sanctioned. Uh, oh, of course I am. But I'm. Yes. I'm bringing wow. in extra that's, staffing. See, that, that's I've the key, right? Is when I go out of town too, I make sure that the sitter is there. Like, sure, text me today. Like, hey, what are the activities today that oh. the kids are doing for after work? Like, we're all ready to go. That's, like, that's awesome. Gabe's Gabe, smart. You have to bring in the sitter, man. You have to do it yourself, not on the wife. The husband has to do. Yeah, it. you're basically doing the job you would have done at home, yeah. but through someone yes. else. You don't want to just and leave. Paying them a lot of money. I mean, I hope yes. Q, did Q mute us? I hope he's li- Q. I hope you're listening. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. This show, by the way, we Q's here Love and Q. he's listening. Q, keep taking <laughs> notes. Uh, this show is now an analogy that includes yes. off-air yes. jokes. So if people are listening and feeling, by the confused, way, in fairness, 
Dan Levitard built an empire (laughs) on that theory. I'm okay with it. (laughs) That's true. Okay. Inside jokes. Okay, go. Let's keep rolling. Number four. My former Jets. Another inside joke. Uh, my my former Jets. Mm. You can choose between Chinese food, filling, tasty, absolutely no nutritional value, and risky some places Overrated. in New York City. Or cheesecake. Delicious. Bad for you. <laughs> and Beetle just said it. Well, it's cake. Overrated. Uh, I don't know what the hell cheese, she means by that. Cheese. I saw that tweet about cake. Um I'm not a dessert person, so I kind of I'm, I'm with you there a little bit. But um, cheesecake, yeah, I don't know. Have, I I have I have not had cheesecake since I went to Cheesecake Factory a couple of years ago, and I saw how many calories oh, damn. were in one cheesecake. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that ever again. <laughs> no, it's not worth it. It's not worth the calories. It's not worth it. So, Gabe, I'm going to go with uh, with Chinese food. Yeah, for the Jets. Can they, are the Jets ever going to be? And in like, that case, who mean? is Chinese food? <laughs> I guess so. Here's the thing about about the the where the Jets are at. So they can take. A pass rusher, most likely, right? They're going to either probably have Hutchinson or or Walker. How many Hutchinsons are there? there? I feel like he's been drafted four times. Well, it's one, <laughs> but the problem is, is he's, he might. I guess he's not going to go. Okay, he's fair. not going to go four. Okay, they're going to have they're going to have uh, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau or Trevon Walker, or they're going to have a corner, right? One of the top corners there. That's Chinese food, right? Okay, pass rusher, cornerback. They get screwed up by taking off at the tackle, in my opinion. They don't need one right now. God, I just want them to get it right. Just in my lifetime. They're, they're, Zach Wilson's not going to be, he's not the guy. So they're not going to be. That's right. so hopeless, isn't it? Just it's so hopeless. That's why Gabe is now a Chargers fan, which is equally as No, hopeless, Gabe is, is a traitor and a sellout. That's what Gabe is. He has sold out all of his lifelong loves for sexy LA picks. Nobody likes that. Yeah, real sexy. They didn't even make the playoffs. It's still I, sexy. How it's sexy still was LA. That? Exactly. I had to be a Rams fan all who, who says that? Yeah, Go on. yeah, you would have no never been does. a Giants fan if the Jets didn't make the playoffs. That's how that works. You would have never. I don't even know you anymore. Very well said, which Second. gets us to the Giants. So we're sticking with the New York theme here. Overrated. Chicken parm sandwich uh, or an old school New York City steak place, mm. something in Midtown. Oh, the right? steak place. Um, the Giants, I've thought about this draft a lot, obviously, if you can tell. Um, and the Giants in the best spot of any team, I think, right? They have picked five and seven, and they literally can't screw this up. Like, oh, yeah. there are teams that can screw up the draft, but the Giants are going to be in a spot to take an offensive tackle at five. Most likely at five, they'll take an offensive tackle. And then at seven, you have the best defensive end left or the best corner left. Like, you can't screw this up. I feel like if you go to a steakhouse, you know, you go to Peter Luger's, you go to Smith & Walensky's, you go to one of those places – they never screwed a stake up, right? They never screwed up. They know how to do it now. The Giants, five and seven. It's almost, you can't screw this I up. I like that you and said so almost. A stake. On a scale of one to well, 10, if they did screw it up, how shocked would you be? With this new staff, I'd be very shocked. Okay, good. If it was Dave Gettleman, they would 100% screw it up. But um, <laughs> not now. Shade. I think that these Bills, these Bills guys are not screwing okay. up. Okay. Yeah, it's a stake place, a New York City specifically stake place. That's, you're not, oh, they're so you're good. never disappointed, oh, ever. No. Ever. All right, all right. Here's a vote for Keynes. I've not been there before. Not far from the garden. Uh, Okay, the Panthers are at sixth. This is Jeff's hometown team now. So um, Carolina barbecue or Bojangles fried chicken? I don't know what to make of this. (laughs) Oh, Bojangles. Bojangles. (laughs) I got excited. I got so excited. Bojangles says, uh, let's go Bojangles here. Um, I don't like Carolina barbecue. I'm not a vinegar fan. Not me neither. That one's overrated. not my thing. I think so too. And it's really Eastern Carolina anyways. Um, so uh, Bojangles, look, the, the Panthers are going to take uh, old reliable off at the tackle. I think it's six and Bojangles is very reliable. So um, oh, Bojangles is it's good. I haven't had it. In a, their breakfast is elite. What is the breakfast? Elite, like a chicken elite. biscuit? 
Chicken biscuit. They also have this bowberry biscuit. It's like a blueberry biscuit with like icing on top. What? It's been quite a while since I've been there, but uh, yeah, you know, Chick Fil A has taken over my kids' life. Um, yeah. I I didn't know really what Chick Fil A was till I had kids. Like I never ate there. I don't think until I had kids. And my kids, they just Chick Fil A is like Chick Fil A is like I'm convinced. My, like so, I'm not a Chick Fil A and I'm not a Starbucks person. I'm not really a coffee person, in fairness. But I'm convinced those, especially those two establishments, have put something in the food and drink that has formed cults with everyone who's ever consumed I, their products. I've never I don't seen think Starbucks like is that good. It's it's I don't I, think it's that good. It's not at all. Like, like when I did drink coffee for ten minutes, I didn't think it was good at all. Chick Fil A though is elite. It's very. Good. I just don't. It's I don't a, trust like, a place not open on Sundays. Sundays when I do my best work. You know. Uh, that's, fair. That's when I, I, I have go driven there on. Su- I have. I haven't driven there on Sundays. Been quite upset with Chick Fil A. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I'll go Bojangles biscuit off the tackle at six. Okay. Okay. I feel I like, like Jeff's been a little too liberal with the use of the word elite, and there's been too many things described that way. Whoa. It is my really? word right now because of the draft. Like it's been. It's I will say word. it's. How about awesome sauce? It's awesome that's, sauce. Yes, we're back. <laughs> yeah, we fine. are back. <laughs> All right, here's the Giants. Now, you said they can't possibly screw it up. Here's their chance. Oh, God. This can get screwed up, even in New York. You can make a bad choice. But your two choices here are a thin slice, just a regular slice of pizza, or a bagel and schmear. Jeff, go. Oh. You can can screw those up, but if you do, you're you're an idiot. But yeah. How I can't, you, I can't believe that you put those together at the same in the same. I want to make this hard. I'm very upset. I like that you did you. though because they're two staples of New York eating that that can go wrong. Yeah. Unfortunately, sure. But here, here's why I'll go with with, with the bagel. I, I'm not, I'm not even. This is not even a football analogy. <laughs> you can get pizza, good pizza elsewhere. Like you can get good pizza. I mean, it's not maybe not the quality of New York pizza, but you can get good pizza I, I, a lot I, of yeah. places now. Yeah. The bagel you can't do. Like you just can't do the bagel anywhere Never else. Never have. Um, the, you, know, you can try. There's a good place in Charlotte down the street from me. Like it's okay, it's good, but it's not a New York bagel. And um, by the way, what can I ask me, you this? When you eat the yeah. one in Charlotte, do you look around? Anyone who's listening, and go, it's just not a New York bagel. Because I love no, I, I, I will no, I, I don't think that. I mean, I, it's, I put a little bagel and locks on there, uh, <laughs> and I uh, feel a little schmear locks, little some red onions so there, good. delicious. Uh, my kids love bagels too, which makes me very proud. I was very taken aback by a take this week on Twitter that someone, remain nameless, said that he only eats bagels with butter. And I was very upset that's, about that. First of all, that's what terrorists do. And that's actually a fact. Yeah. I know that. Uh, yeah, secondly, who was this person so that yeah, we can- let's not, Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, he doesn't need it was, Oh, you know what? His food takes are hot garbage. They're, they're very like, bad. <laughs> it, it bothered me very yeah. much. No, that's not right. That's like yeah. that just okay. means he's never had a great bagel. I feel like he's only had like yes. crappy bagels that you put in the freezer and then shove in a toaster. That's not a bagel. Yeah. No, it's not. But a good bagel to me is I'm going good bagel here at seven. All right. All right. I disagree with the food part of this take. Um, I don't even know what the football answer was, but the food part is wrong because the the delta between New York pizza and elsewhere pizza and New York bagel and elsewhere pizza it's a much wider gap with pizza than bagel. No, it's, no, no, it's, it's not. not. No, because no, you want to know why? Italy still exists. And as long as Italy still exists, there's a great piece of pizza sitting around. But Dan, you know you what Italy make, doesn't have? Bagels. Like our friend Dan Rubenstein makes incredible ba- pizzas. Like he didn't make incredible really? bagels. The pizzas like are really good. Like he, you can make it. You can do it. You can't make a bagel at home. You cannot. It's, the, it's something about the water. It's something yeah. about the water. I've never. Why do you think I gold belly bagels from New York? That's what I like, H&H or wherever. I'm like, these are my bagels. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. You're wrong, not Gabe. Look, we, 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 have pay, we have pain. We have pain, Gabe. He's in a lot of pain. Yeah, right he's well, you, you, he's you know, you wrong. brought up Rubenstein. I'm going to mention it. Because By the, the way, Beatles try to ignore minute. You're from yeah. that freaking New Row where it has that pizza place, which isn't technically Manhattan, and that yeah. has good pizza that you swore by for years. Yes, that's right. Sal's Pizza in Mamaroneck, New York. Right. What, Thank what's, you. What's the question here? That's the best well, you, thing Well, but you're on saying Earth. New York's... Yeah, but it's not New York City pizza. It's suburbs oh. pizza. Oh, jeez. Okay. And it's good pizza. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> you you, you the, just lost your best. argument. Okay. I'm going to win this argument right now, and I don't, I don't care... Jeff, if you disagree, Beetle had this insane take we just sped right past <laughs> about cake on last episode of the show. She said that cake overall, cake is overrated. Right. Now, I, this is blasphemous as, as far as I'm concerned. What? Dan Rubenstein weighed in and agreed and said cake is overrated. Where are you? <laughs> A lot of smart people did. I'm a, I, I guess I don't know like what what rate it is for cake. Like I only have it at like kids' birthday parties, and that's like the know, worst like, kind. Like usually. do people? Well, I, this is a little bougie take, but like the the kids that we roll with, like their parents are getting the good cake. Yes. <laughs> so, Love that like, so, much. <laughs> so like the cake they're getting is not like the cakes that we, my wife orders is from like this bakery that's freaking incredible. Um, <laughs> So, like, I guess I don't know where cake is rated. Like, I don't eat cake regularly. I, it's properly rated, I think, for, like, when I eat it. I'm like, oh, this is, okay, cool. This is a good piece of cake. Like, but, I like, could go I the rest know. of my life without a piece of cake. Easily. Yeah, I, I, could, I could too. But, like, I don't know if that means it's overrated. Of like, course I don't it know. does. I couldn't go the rest of my life without a slice of pizza or a bowl of pasta or a, a bowl of ice cream or powdered donut. Like, I need all those things. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm more of a salt. So, like, I couldn't go, like, without chips or, like, oh. or, like French fries. Yeah. Oh, no, never. No. Fajitas. Yeah. No. All my point was, Gabe, there are some good cakes, but the bad cakes far outweigh the good cakes, which makes the overall topic of cakes overrated. So you're you're saying bunt cake is ruining it for all the right. other great Ooh, but, cakes. Yeah, bunt cake, but, but sheet bunt cake. Bunt cake is good though. Whenever people get weird about flavor, don't and stop making matcha desserts. Nobody wants that, guys. No. <laughs> Nobody wants that. I, I speak for everyone. <laughs> is, is matcha still a thing? I, oh. I thought like that ended like six months ago on Instagram. I haven't seen any matcha it's disgusting. people on Instagram. I want, if I want to eat grass, I'll go outside and eat grass. That's not that's not hard. <laughs> I think we're up to number eight, which is okay. the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Here, I don't know what to make of this. Your choices are chicken wings, which I'm going to say might come from a certain kind of establishment in Atlanta, where I'm told they have very good chicken wings, or (laughs) chicken and waffles, comfort food, filling, probably ubiquitous in the city. The chicken and waffles thing, like, when I first heard about it, I was like, that's not going to be good. And every time I eat it, it's delicious. Every time. It just works. It works well. Atlanta needs some chicken and waffles. They need to draft a player that just works for them. Uh, defensive end, most likely, I would imagine an eight. Um, maybe they go. I think they would love to trade out of that position too. But I think defensive end at eight. Um, you know, maybe wide receiver. They the wide receivers we can't name any of them. We talked about this on my show the other day. <laughs> so I I would say wide receiver or or defensive end. Uh, chicken and waffles there. That's so good. Ooh, delicious. I think yeah. they don't have any wide receivers anymore. Uh, so they need and that. they're going to need one. Even if they don't, I can't believe have a that, that that Calvin really got suspended for parlays. I mean, what a what I, well, a waste! Can that that can still like before the season starts? That can be changed. I mean, they made the rule; they can change it, right? Like, no, sure. he's not. He's, they're, they're not going to so change the no game. No chance. Stuff. No. I can't understand. Like, 
Because, well, they view it as an integ- – so the NFL, this is look, this is the sad part about the way they view a lot of things. It's about like the integrity of the game, right? And, that, and that to them is more important than like domestic violence. We've talked about this on our show a bunch. Like to them, like the integrity of people questioning whether or not the results of games are fixed so is far worse to, is, to them is far worse than whether they like a player or not because of what happened off the field. So like that to them, like the gambling, even the Cavalier did not he didn't throw a game. No. But now, you know, after after he got, you know, was found out he was gambling, then everyone went back and found every one of the plays where he fell down too early. <laughs> oh, or he just like he you know, he didn't get a first down. Like, see, see, he's throwing the game. It's like the NFL doesn't want that. So they did more research on that than Deshaun Watson's accusers. <laughs> like, yeah, yes. Like I'm gonna go back yes. and watch tape. But I'm not going to ask yes. any of those women anything. That, that's no, we don't have time yes. for that. That's weird. That's I just, it's do. so silly to me because also you have these monster deals with gambling entities. No, you're right. Like all, it's just, it, you know, if you drop me down on the planet out of nowhere, I, I none of this makes sense. None of it. You're right. No, you're right. But, but chicken wings would be the receiver here, no? That's the sexier um, pick? Yeah. Are, are chicken wings sexier than chicken and waffles? For sure. I guess so. For sure. Yeah, chicken wings equal receiver. Chicken and I waffles have, equal like the flashier, I, I think. Yeah. Since, since This is a very fat thing right here, but last oh. night I ordered I ordered some chicken wings <laughs> oh my in the God. hotel. That's there's, awesome. a, there's, a Korean, there's a Korean restaurant downstairs. Oh, that's perfect. And I, I have some leftovers. I They're did very it. good. The Korean, Korean chicken wings from last night. By the way, chicken wings, I think. never overrated. Perfectly rated as perfect. See, they can be they can be too breaded. I feel like sometimes I try not to do that much at, yeah. of that one. I, okay. I prefer like I prefer the Fair. chicken. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I uh, I won't eat chicken wings in certain cities in this country, and you have to ask. In some places, you get a feeling. Uh, What's the question that you ask to get? Are at? these things going to be breaded or not? Ah, uh, and if they're like, yeah, okay, fair what? enough. Like you That's need to know that. That's a chicken tender. That's a tender. Now we've le- we've left wings. Okay, go on. Uh, all right, number nine, Seattle. They could mm. go crab legs. Delicious. Boil them up, add some butter. Fine. Or high risk fugu sushi. Yes. Delicacy. Wait, but what, like, what is fugu sushi? That's the blowfish that can kill you. Oh. Oh, Pete Carroll's going to do the blowfish that can kill you. 100%. <laughs> like, whatever, whatever is the thing that is worse for them, they're going to do it nine. Like, I like they'll that. drop Desmond Ritter or something. Like, that, that's Pete Carroll. And a heart, that's what blowfish, yes, 100%. Blowfish. And also, blowfish, blowfish is always going to win. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a good Have one, Gabe. I like before? that. One. Gonna, I, I would try that. Try I would try, look, I, it depends on where I am. Like, I'm not going to a gas station and getting blowfish sushi, but I will go to like a high end. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll try it somewhere else. I need to know. I've never heard of anyone dying from it, but I do know that they say it's a possibility. Does uh, Bucky's down there in Texas have a blowfish sushi at the? I you know what? Be surprised. They prob- there's a whole sushi they probably counter. Do. <laughs> they do. do you know, I'm sure the, they do. I was, I went to Bucky's oh. last spring in Denton, the, like the huge one. It's it's, it's out ridiculous. like by North Texas. This yeah, um, and it was so big. I had to Facetime my wife and show. I was like, this you, you won't believe this. Look at this thing. That's how I, just I walked felt. her around Denton. It was unbelievable. I've never seen it because they weren't here when I was here. So I came back and felt like a tourist from God knows where because there's like 140 gas pumps, Gabe, at one of these. Yeah. 140. They have like 85 types of beef jerky. Like they have a full service food. Like they have food and Anything. meals and jerky and furniture. Whatever you want. They got yeah. it. Whatever you yes. want. <laughs> Bucky's got it. Big fan of the 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 real truck stops in America. Like the oh, you I know, love them. those with the showers yeah. in them. 
And like the, the oh, yeah. cassette tapes, like Willie Nelson cassette tapes, like give me those places all day <laughs> it's long. It's weird that the showers, the part you remember, how many showers have you taken in truck stops? I've, I've <laughs> never done it, but obviously <laughs> others have. You just like to know that someone could. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a good option. <laughs> <in case. laughs> someone could shower. It makes me really excited. It's so weird, but okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, sure. here, here's a team that needs to take a long, cold shower. Uh, Come on. They have two picks in the top 10, just like the team yes. uh, shares a stadium with them. We're talking the Jets again. Um, <clears throat> are they going with the 24-hour diner? Everything's fine. Mm. Probably nothing's great. Or are they going full-on risk mode street meat truck? Hammer. I was hoping you I was hoping you would do street meat truck, either pick four, five, or seven. <laughs> and the answer is 100% street meat. Okay. Every single time. <laughs> Street meat, whenever like, – that's my favorite thing in, in New York City. It would be. Extra, extra white sauce. Extra um, white <laughs> I, I just love oh, – street meat's the best. Street the, meat? Uh, it's, I, because I feel like street meat trucks maybe 10, 15 years ago were like mm, questionable. But some of the food trucks now in the world are like the best food. Yeah, but but those aren't the street meat trucks. Oh, you're the, talking like talking about hot those. dog water, like dirty water hot like dogs? Like the hello – like the Hello Brothers, I'm like 53rd oh, and 6th. Like yeah. that, like that's what we're doing. I like that. Okay, right? like that's what we're talking about, right? Like, uh, that's even high end. Worse. I'm talking like oh high end. You're talking about like the 44th and 8th, like hot dog in the water, <laughs> dirty water dogs. P.S. Also good. <laughs> my I, my favorite story about that too is like where do they pee? Like they stand there for 12 hours. Right there. Like, it's got to be at the it. hot dog water, right? Yeah. It's what I mean, figure. it's what makes the extra flavor. You just wear there. dark pants and do what you got to do. Nobody knows. Nobody. Yeah. Oh God. Some. Oh, standing oh, so the street, Beetle, street I I have um I've been to dinner a few times with Jeff and yeah. I I remember he might <laughs> dispute this but I remember going to a nice dinner in Midtown Manhattan okay. a few years ago with Jeff some company we both worked at was paying for the meal everyone could order everything they wanted always good we were there we had uh, a big meal a few drinks etc we're walking back to the hotel where everyone is staying and Jeff stopped to get street meat after <laughs> eating <laughs> After eating dinner. What did, what did I eat? Did I actually eat a lot of dinner I, or not? I don't remember, I, but you had the option. You could have eaten anything you wanted at this restaurant. <laughs> Wait, where did we eat dinner at? Some place in Grand Central. It was like a fish place. Oh, oh, the oyster place downstairs. Oh, the downstairs. oyster place. Yeah. At the very bottom, yeah. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I don't think I ate very I think I came late to that. I didn't eat very much. Maybe. And then I probably, yeah, I probably got street meat afterwards. That sounds about <laughs> right. Good. It's like a dessert. I've, I've been with like with Dan before. I went and we had ramen in New York City. Yeah. Then we decided we were still hungry and went and had tacos. You were I'm still not... hungry after ramen? I mean, I guess. Well, a bowl of ramen can be yeah, not can be... that filling. Depends on I what guess. they put it. Yeah, you're right. It depends. Yeah. So then we got tacos afterwards. Delicious. I have, no, I have no judgment. Yeah, you can't be in New York with Rubenstein and not get tacos. Well, I don't know who this show was for other than the three or four people Us. who are working on it. Um, <laughs> Jeff, what are you saying the Jets are picking football player-wise with 10? Um, I think at 10, they're going to pick uh, a wide receiver, which is not really street meat. But um, I think they pick a wide receiver at 10, whether it's it's Wilson or London. Uh, those feel like the Maybe Jamison Williams, who won't be ready to play probably for the season, but might be the best of, of all three of those guys. Jameson, that's the best name in the whole draft. Period. And then, and then Dan, and then uh, Dan, and then Gabe will be a Jets fan when they start winning again. I mean, look, four New York, te four New York team picks in the top ten, and it's not the draft's not even in New York anymore. Like that's so really, it's a missed opportunity, isn't it? It, it? it is. I like it moving around though. The, 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 well, the city seem to love it. I also think everything should be in Vegas. Every event for everything. 
I'm okay. It's moving that way. Like everything's going to be in like in the West Coast now. Yeah, I like it. Like, I, I vote yeah. for that. I vote for that. We're taking a break. When we come back, I just want you to tell the world where they can find you in all of the places. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, we're going to wrap things up. Does Q want to get on? I feel like yeah, Q. Yeah, let's we, get Q in. Let's get Q in for the uh, for the finale here. Um, have you learned anything today, Q? Are you going to take any of the advice that Jeff's given you, Gabe's given you, I've given you? Are you going to listen to any of us? I'm going to take the advice for next time, but for now, I'm going to just go <laughs> enjoy myself and hope for the best. Buddy. Like Jeff said it best, you gotta get like like final cute. last words. Get a babysitter. I would do that for next time. You know, get a babysitter that can come watch her for hours, and then you know for next time. There's no next time, Q. There's no next time. <laughs> this is it, pal. Enjoy your your 48 hours of freedom because it's all gonna be over after this. <laughs> I'm looking for an excuse to come oh, live just, with you, I just, I'm coming. I'll just come stay with I you. I love it. I, I just I, I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna get a reaction from my wife here in a second. Oh, I'm good. hoping she answers before the end of this. I love uh, this. And how old's your kid? She's two and a half. Oh yeah. The, the absolute. I get to say this. Quincy's daughter is lovely, but she's a two and a half year old girl. <laughs> the absolute worst age to leave any child with any other human is two and a half. That sucks so bad. <laughs> Exact window. It's truly uh, the worst. Yeah, my I kid's mean, not as bad as your kid's yeah, though, Gabe. Okay. I don't know. Oh, she be oh. she's easy two year old. He, well, no, he got three right kids. Well, like they, like two of them came out at the same time. So it's like, all right, one might be cool, which but is the weird. Other one's gonna probably like it's a lot that go into it compared to my one. That's Good fair. point. You know what, Q? But you just decided you're moving in with me, so you're their new caretaker because you're <laughs> done with your family. You're coming in and being part of mine now. Thanks. Oh, I love this. Uh, Jeff, where, where are people supposed to find you? Where can they hear you? Yeah, my podcast, Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you. Uh, also on Twitter at Jeff Schwartz and my, my show, Big Boys Club. Uh, we talked to the five um, offensive linemen, in the draft, yes. five of the offensive linemen in the draft. Uh, it's on YouTube and then individual episodes I put on my Twitter will also be on YouTube. You got five guys, you got three guys who'll go in the first 16 picks. Um, in uh, and Neil Cross and Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. So you go find all of that on, on YouTube. And of course, uh, my podcast with me and Gabe um, and Matt hops on uh, during the season. We have a gambling show too during the season as well. That's so what, a lot yeah. of fun. Big we, Boys we Club is, that's the perfect title for everything. And so it's Big, Big Boys Club is is really, it's really cool what they did for the show this year. I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, and the guys uh, at Fox Digital did a fantastic job putting it together. I love it. Uh, you guys know the drill for this one. Just voicemails, text, you, you know this. We'll be back. It's What Did I Miss? Q, 
I wish you the best of luck. Get whatever <laughs> okay, you can wait, in writing. Wait, oh God, wait, wait. you got a response. <gasps> Perfect. I told I told her, but I left out the homegirl thing originally. And she said, why can't he go on vacation? I go, he's leaving his girl at home to go on a trip with his homegirl for his birthday. His homegirl, yeah, F that shit. <laughs> I believe that's called fiend and scene. <laughs> Feel so, better, Paige. Uh, Q, uh, you're a ballsy, she said, ballsy man. Uh, she said, he said uh, she better come do some dishes and laundry. So, Q, you better have her come over. Q. Q, I love you. I got you. I'm, good. I'm taking notes. Good luck, buddy. I wish you the best. Yeah, good luck, buddy. We'll be thinking about you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>